0: I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie, and this is The Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real-life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. started. Hello. Oh, hi. Welcome to Truth Fairies. We're jumping right in. You weren't ready for that, were you? okay. (laughs) I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. My headphones are, oh, there we go. Big. Big new. We love hearing our loud voices booming in our headphones. <laughs> it's our favorite part of the day. I don't know why headphones are even, like, necessary. They're not. But it feels like it. I know. If we took them off and just talked, we wouldn't hear ourselves. And right? We would, I don't know. It's like we rely on the headphones to know if we're talking or not. We're egotistical. <laughs> we're. Is that the word? Yeah, there's something about hearing your, like, microphoned voice in your ear that makes you feel powerful. It's like, wow, we're really, really professional. We are. We are real podcasters. Wow. <laughs> How are you? Good. How was your trip to the Big Apple? The Big Apple. It was good. It was good. Good. It was I think 4 days is my New York max. Limit. Yeah, it's your New York minute. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like I like New York, but every time I go, it's like with people who have never been. Mm. So you're doing the t- touristy things every time, which is fun. But uh, it was very um, marijuana-y. Wow. They have, you know, like passed the new marijuana laws since I'd been there last. So everybody's just smoking it everywhere. It is a plume. Wow. The whole city is high. I wow. feel like your contact, how you just go in Times Square. Everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, and the smell of marijuana smoke makes me kind of sick. So it's like I'm walking around like ugh, everything just smells as opposed to the smell of garbage. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Wafts through the city. (laughs) It's now just marijuana smoke everywhere, and I've got to tell you this story. So our hotel was really close to Times Square because we were seeing a lot of Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. That was the whole point of the trip was Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster in *Music Man*, Mm -hmm. and they were fantastic. Oh, Oh, it was amazing. So we stayed close to Times Square so that we would be close to all our shows. And we're walking back to the hotel one night and, you know, there's always, like, performers kind of in that center area. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, oh, there's some guys, you know, they look like they're going to break dance or, like, do flips or whatever. So we kind of start to gather and they're doing the whole, like, gather around and let's hear some, like, trying to get, like, a Mm -hmm. crowd. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're going to start the show in 10 seconds. And and then it's, like, nothing. (laughs) It's, like, nothing. But it's, like, you've, after, like, two minutes, you're invested. Yeah. Like, I've, like now you can't go anywhere. You've got to stay for whatever <laughs> shit show this is going to exactly. be. Exactly. So, finally, after a lot of hype, they end up breakdancing for a couple, like, minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's good breakdancing. Well, then he, like, one guy kind of gets someone out of the crowd to do a flip over. Mm-hmm. So, you got to see that. Well, then it's another 10 minutes of hyping this up. But I'm like, again, it's like, you want, I don't know. So then after the guy does a flip over a kid, he starts pulling people out of the audience. And he's like, I want white men. And these are like four black dudes, like Mm -hmm. in their 20s. Anyway, so they specifically said we want white men to come into the middle, and they line them all up as if they're going to jump over, flip over this row of, like, 10 men. Mm -hmm. So it's taking all this time for them to pull these men out. And Where are you from? And then all their families are stuck in the Mm -hmm. crowd because you've pulled 10 members of people's families into the middle (laughs) of the crowd. So my dad's in there. Aaron's in there. Mm -hmm. Then they say that at the end they need one hot mom. So they grab my mom into the crowd. And they're all, <laughs> they're all flirting with her. So they're all lined up. They pose them in multiple ways. They get them squished together. They're acting like they're going to flip over them. Then they basically stop the show and ask for money. So, they're, at, so and they're doing this positive, like, love everyone, don't do drugs, like this positive message. Now give us money so we can spread the good word. So we're all standing there. Then they make all the men in the middle say, if you don't want us to jump over you, you have to give us money. Like it was, (laughs) what? (laughs) So they're going down the line. This whole thing at this point is like a half hour and I'm not exaggerating. And I've seen about two minutes of breakdancing and now my whole family is is being extorted (laughs) in Times Square (laughs) to not get a concussion Mm -hmm. being flipped over. So everyone's giving money. It's taking 8,000 years and... I can like I'm looking at my husband like what in the hell is happening right and my mom's flirting with the black guys <laughs> giving him hugs and and finally Aaron's like so my dad gives him like 10 bucks or whatever and Aaron's so they get to Aaron he goes that's my father-in-law that's for both of us because yeah. <laughs> he's like this is BS yeah Anyway, so they the two guys that didn't pay, they put them together and flip over them. And then we all, like, get to leave. That was it? Yes. Oh, how anticlimactic. Yeah. I about lost my will to live. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's... I was waiting for somebody really famous to come out or, like... You know, I hate famous people. I think we've talked <laughs> about this before. Yeah. I don't know why. Speaking of famous people, one of my tickle tickle my fancies. Should we move on to Please, tickle my fancy? Please, tickle my fancy. my fancy. Do we usually do that first, or yeah. the weird and wacky? Okay, I do tickle. is I love famous people. <laughs> I hate them. I don't know what it is, but I am obsessed with the Kardashians. Oh, I hate them, especially. I know. So they, you know, they had the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show, yeah. and it ended. Well, now they have a new show. Of course they do. A Hulu original, and it's just called The Kardashians. Haven't we seen enough of their lives? I can't stop. Oh, I hate them. A- and it's not even that I love them. I just love watching them. Is that we like? Why? That, yes, that's weird. But I, I kind of, I kind of do love them. know, I just think they're <laughs> gross. I think they're fake. I think. But they're... you've never watched them. No, I so can't how do you stand you know? them? But I you don't watched know. an episode of or. or to before i just can't take them they're just detestable <laughs> disgusting humans to no kim kardashian is like a lawyer now and she's fighting to get oh give me a damn break <laughs> innocent people out of jail okay okay <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's so like good. it's like when you're a, like when you're a famous person and you're just gifted like a, um, a an honor, an honorable diploma, honorary diploma. A, an honorary diploma from a university. If she's a lawyer, that's why. That's probably true. Okay, because I guarantee there is not enough. <laughs> there are not enough brain cells in her head to even fill out the application forms. Okay, but you don't but know that. She took the baby bar, whatever that means. It's probably like an honorary. Bar. What's the, the what's the baby you know bar? What? I Someone want tell me. Please, somebody help me with this. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I know generally I'm the one who has unfavorable opinions, but please tell me that. Please tell me that I am not in the minority. She's a in real this. lawyer. I swear to you, mm-hmm. she went to law school. Mm-hmm. It might have been the law school. Maybe of- with her dad. He's dead. That is God. So- God bless. Please don't speak ill of the dead. But maybe that's where she went to law school. With, you know, he was like OJ's. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying that is the closest she's ever been to law school. He told her she couldn't hack it before he died. Right. And she, yeah. Okay. Well. rest his soul. They tickle my fancy and I literally like wait for it to come out every week. Ew. I know. I still. It's We're, shameful. We have to agree to disagree on them. I know because they're so gross. I know, but that leads me into something that does not tickle my fa- my fancy. Tell me, labia cleavage. <gasps> what? <laughs> yes, is that? I read an article. No, this is different from camel toe. Well, no, it's it's s- labia, labia cleavage. cleavage please and... tell. No, please <laughs> tell me this isn't going to be a new thing like under boob. Let's, let's hope not. Labia cleavage in swimwear is, um, people are seeking that. I, now, of course, the internet is so terrible because I am just, right now, while I'm talking about things that don't make me happy, Verizon Wireless. <laughs> Can you um, hear me now? Yeah. Can you I hear me No, you can't. Anyway, I was reading this article that was talking about these, um, like, like f- not necessarily famous, but like in the model world famous women yeah. that are wearing swimwear with labia cleavage, like to make a statement. It is so tight on the labia that you can see the every okay. crease. Okay. So it's that it's you can see, so it's not the top crack of your vulva <laughs> area showing because that's what it no. sounds like to me. It is like so tight okay. that you can see the fold like you can see the folds through so the So as someone in my life who may not be named, who I am not married to and that is true, referred to it as reverse camel toe? Yes. <laughs> It is literally just, I mean, so it actually so, is like camel toe. Okay. But it's so tight Livia in cleavage. swimwear. And they were talking about how the intent, you have to shave so that the intent is like seeing every crevice and crease and fold. Ew. wow. Ew. 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 Ew and ouch. Right. And people were responding on this article. like, Well, not responding, but saying that it's not healthy. No. That is not healthy. You got to let that breathe. Remember we did that story about the girl that had like uh, a wedgie so bad on her date that she ended up getting a staph infection? <laughs> Do you remember yes. that? Now women are going to be like... Ew, ew, and stuff would go numb, and that's not fun. Ew, that's not good. Oh my, I gosh. just think it's weird and gross. And okay, I, but that is better than what I was picturing, which was the top showing. So <laughs> it's so low. Uh huh. That like but, <laughs> that's what I was picturing. We <laughs> cleavage. No, that you can see the top bump. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. We're done. That is not tickling my fancy. Let's not figuratively and. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, if any of you are out there thinking that you are going to buy a swimsuit a size too small for your labia cleavage, just don't. Please don't. Please don't. Don't. I think your OBGYN would also discourage that. Right. Dear. (laughs) Jeez, man. Okay. Um... One thing that is tickling my fancy in a positive way, okay. I got a bike. <gasps> you did? I got a bike. Let's go on a bike ride. Yes, it's been in my garage. I actually got it a couple weeks ago, but um, it hasn't been favorable weather. True. It has a basket. Aw. It has a bell. Aww. It's like a beach cruiser. Yeah, and it even has a rear view mirror, but I may or may not be keeping that <laughs> on. <out. laughs> It's so cute though, so I'm ready to bike down to the curb. Okay, yay! So anyway, that's way tickling my fat, oh my fat gosh, fancy. that is so fun. Yeah, I love it. Okay. okay, let's go bike. Okay. Have you watched or listened to anything fun lately? Um, not really. With no famous people in no. it. No, no, I don't like famous people. They just make me mad. I know. So uh uh-uh. uh, it's fine. Whatever. All right. Well, shall we move on to the weird and wacky world? Yes. Okay. What I- is weird and wacky? This might be my favorite, like, so this is an actual news article from Fox, Fox News Business, and it might be my favorite, like, lead sentence. It's, things apparently got weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On a recent Delta Airlines flight from Syracuse to Atlanta, when a woman allegedly started breastfeeding a cat to the horror (gasps) of fellow passengers and the crew. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A flight attendant sent a message through the Aircraft Communications Addressing and Reporting System on the jet while in flight. <laughs> are, your, are your nipples hurting? Just yes. There? I can tell if you screaming. were your heart or your nuts. No, everything. Okay. So while in flight to alert the crew on the ground that a person sitting in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when flight attendant requested. The ASAR's message further requested that Delta's Red Coat team, a special group dubbed customer service experts by the airline, greet the woman upon the flight's arrival in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Fox's News' Trace Gallagher reported that the flight attendant later took to social media to provide more details of the incident, where she recalled, this woman had one of those, like, hairless cats swaddled (gasps) up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up, and she was trying to get the cat to latch on, and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier. The flight attendant added that the cat was screaming for (laughs) its life. (laughs) Yeah, it was. A, because it's hairless. It's, (laughs) right? I mean, that is only part of what makes this whole thing horrifying. (laughs) And why? Why is she doing this? I don't know. And she swaddled it like a baby. (laughs) Okay, that is... You know what? That is not healthy
1: for or who? safe Her or for the cat. Any, or I mean, I don't passengers. know. I'm sure the cat
0: would be fine, but if you, you know, people worry about like a baby with a tooth or two yeah. breastfeeding. A feral cat? I know. I mean, with little sharp razor teeth I and claws? No. Do not breastfeed your cat. Yeah. I. It's horrifying. <laughs> I, I can only imagine she was like, Trying to get I can't, I don't know, I cannot think of a motive. <laughs> no, because you're not calling the cat down. I, I, right, I was going to say it's not like it'd be different if the cat was thirsty and <laughs> yowling, but I mean, isn't there a better way? And even then, you can hand express and squirt it if that is the last resort. You can't get a cat you're not to latch suckle. on. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> now we've gone too far. Now people are going to be outraged at, at our unwillingness to accept cat <laughs> breastfeeding. But (laughs) I'm going to draw, again, I'm going to draw a line. Right. It's like the cat mom thing from, like, the Mother's Day, which I you can be a cat mom. Like, you can call yourself a cat mom if you have cats, but that does not... But don't breastfeed it. No. Don't. uh -uh. No. (laughs) (laughs) And did she she explain it after? Is there any justification? No. She just wouldn't, like, she just wouldn't put the cat back. I feel like there should be rules about animals on airlines anyway. Yeah. Like, they should... I just feel like there should be rules. Now, it's different if it's like a, um, you know, like a dog. Like, like a service. Cineye dog, a service yeah. dog. Yeah. But I, ooh. Yeah. No, nope. No. No, hard no for me. Hard no. Hard no. Hard no. And I have two things to report about this. Okay. <laughs> when you said, like, the cat biting. Uh-huh. So, you know, we fostered those cats. Oh, yes. And the mom cat, like, would never come out. We still never saw her. Mm-hmm. So, I asked the foster people if we could bring her back because she was, like, in places and stuff. And just, you could tell she was, like, terrified. Right. So she's still under the bed. And so we, like, I had to shoo her out with, like, a broom. Mm -hmm. And then we, like, locked our bedroom door. Not locked because she can't. (laughs) She can't undo (laughs) it. She's (laughs) picking the lock. shut it. And we opened the door to our closet and then, like, corralled her into Aaron's little closet. Okay. Which is, like, barely fits me and him. Right? Mm -hmm. So we get her in there and she goes bananas. Oh, no. She climbs up the clothes like, <gasps> like this, like, like in like two seconds she's uh, like above us, oh, and she's God. running back and forth. She's jumping like from like cabinet <laughs> bank to like over our heads, like this. And we're in there like as close as we can be. I've got a holder trying to get her. We're freaking out. She's freaking out. Finally, Aaron goes to grab her, and she bit him <gasps> on the arm so hard that it like. It's like all red and inflate. like oh my it gosh. Is, yeah. So it, do you think you're at the point in your life where you're like, maybe, maybe no more squirrels. Um, random wild cats. I didn't know she um, was a random wild cat. Like, no, you know, I mean, are we there, no. are we there yet? there <laughs> No, that I will never forget the day <laughs> that I came to your house after you had been after the squirrels had been there for a while when they were full when they were adult squirrels <laughs> right like yeah anyway I go up she's got them in the bedroom and I'm sure I've told you this said this before yeah. but and you're like well you can I and you, you asked me if I wanted a hold I don't want to hold them. I just want to see so we walk after in the months room, of refusing to even see months him. of refusing. We walk in the room and these creatures like come out of nowhere and are running up her legs and up her body. Like rabid, wild animals running up her body like to eat. It was terrifying. Okay, but a little kitten is different. No, she sleeps with me now. She's like the little one because its mother has gone batshit crazy in your house. I know. She shredded all your husband's clothes. <laughs> no. I mean, this is just oh, too much. Well, I might be more discerning in the future. Well, that would be a good. That would be a good thing. Okay. Okay. So. Do you want me to stop? I want you to start with your oh, honey, my oh, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, this I'm just gonna read you the the title. It's um, T I F U okay. by accidentally getting one of my four year old triplets drunk at the movie theater. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay. <laughs> So this is, this is a husband, and he says, um, So we have triplets, and I've been trying to get them out in the world after denning for four years. Mm. We went for a bike ride, had a huge lunch after, and then headed straight to the theater to finish the day. I love to get a half bottle of wine when we, are, when we go to the movies. It's my treat. Well, this time out, I was by myself because my spouse wanted some kid free time. Normally, I get a red wine, but this time it was so hot out, and we had just come from the park. I got a white. The thing is, with the wine, they give you the same cup as the water cups. So it's just like in a Oh, so you cup. can buy wine at the theater, at the theater yeah, where yeah. they live. Okay. I had two kids on my left and one on my right. Sure enough, because it was hot, my kids asked for water. So I passed them a cup um, and poured them some from the big water bottle I had brought with me. Because having them carry full cups of water from the concession to the theater is a disaster in motion otherwise. Right. So brings in a big bottle of water and then <sighs> asks for cups at the concession gotcha. and gets a, gla- a yeah. cup of wine. Okay. Movie, movie started. I poured my first glass of wine. I had a couple generous sips and settled in. Very um, very soon, the triplets were all really thirsty and bouncing in their seats and drank a half a glass of their water at least. A little time went by, and the kid on my right also needed some things, water, popcorn, whatever, couldn't figure out how to recline his chair, and was playing the floor is lava in the row seating of the theater, so I was distracted for just a moment or two. Um, okay, I came back, and then actually in parentheses, I, I hadn't actually left my chair. You know, they were just kind of distracted for a minute or two. Sure, we've all um, been there. <clears throat> right. Finally, I was sitting in my chair ready to enjoy some more wine and saw my daughter's glass was empty, so I poured her more water, sighed, and took the second moment I had in about 15 minutes to take a sip of my glass. It was water, not <sighs> wine. Oh, no. It took me a minute to realize what had happened. My youngest and smallest triplet had clearly drank at least a half a glass of wine <gasps> and drained what I had left after a first heavy pour and a couple of sips. Oh, no. For the rest, the rest of the movie, she was very huggy, giggly, and I think dizzy. She, re- oh, honey. <laughs> she remained awake the whole time. My other daughter smacked her on the arm, and the drunk one threatened <laughs> to turn the, the other into a frog. <laughs> the movie ended she made it but soon as soon as we were buckling up in the van she nodded off oh, and then, oh memories gosh. so it works out okay that you know I mean the kid made it through the movie not so intoxicated that it was you know didn't vomit didn't. no but um so then then there's like five updates um oh, good. so and I only listed a couple but she said or he says at no point did I leave my seat or drink unattended. Both of my daughter's water cup and mine were on my chair table. I was looking to the right but sitting right there. I would have noticed a beer can in her hand but the <laughs> white wine was indistinguishable. Yeah. It's um, not like he's being like negligent. Yeah. yeah. And then he said um, and this was posted on um, TIFU so he says this sub The sub isn't, today I did a whoopsie. (laughs) This is a TIFU from start to finish. Not one part of the story is not an F up. Enjoy enjoy my egregiously irresponsible parenting story and feel free to share yours. Also, people seem to be really concerned about how much I had to eat first. Right before we walked into the theater, we had two giant slices of pizza, a pound of fruits, edamame, cucumbers, and some soda with a lot of water, olives, and other items. I had plenty to eat first. At no point was I intoxicated, even slightly. I can't say the same for the child, though. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh! A four-year-old. Oh, I know, and then it goes people on. Must have been tearing him oh, apart. People were going nuts. So it goes on. Like to, this. He's not saying, "Did I mess up?" No, he's like, "I totally effed up." Yeah, and he's totally owning it. Yeah. Um. He said, "This post is a couple hours old now, and I'm getting reported to Reddit and threatened to have CPS called on me." Here's what you people need to know. Go to the movie theater and call CPS on every adult that orders a drink with their kids. Seriously. Then go to the restaurant and do the same. Any adult that drinks in the presence of their child at a restaurant immediately call CPS. You'll be a hero, Karen, an absolute hero. So I guess all of the responses were that he was, like, how irresponsible that he was drinking around his kids. And it's like, (laughs) no, why don't we just call him irresponsible for letting his kid get drunk? Right. Not, you know. Right. Yeah. Let's Let's call the spade a spade. Let's... Like, right? What's like the call out here? for what the the true? Like, isn't it weird how people get hung up on insignificant other things? Right. But then his last one was, "I just got murdered so hard by either an Aussie or an Englishman, and it's made my night." Thank you, sir. You are hilarious. His comment was, "All these people ripping you for alcohol. I'm not going to do that, but I am going to rip you for being a 215 pound male, and your drink of choice happens to be a sweet white wine." <laughs> So, anyway, I just thought... You want him to have an old-fashioned in the movie theater with his three (laughs) triplets? So, what is your thought? I mean... What do you have to say for this man? (laughs) That that could happen to anybody. (laughs) I mean, something like that. Like, it's an innocent mistake. Right. Right. I mean, he had his hands full trying to give his wife a break, which kudos to you for taking... I mean, I... Nobody wants to take three four-year-olds to the movie. Right. Never. And I... I mean, if my husband was taking triplets out, I probably would not want him to be drinking on the job. Yeah. But it sounds like he he's an adult that knows his limits very well. Right. Like, knows that he can sit through a movie, have a couple sips, you know, have a little bit of wine in the beginning of the movie, enjoy the movie, and be totally, you know. Right. And I think part of this is our culture. Uh-huh. Hey, like, Like, Mormon culture is that you don't, like, Mormons don't ever drink. Right. right. So, I mean, for me, I was raised that... Like you don't drink. Nobody ever drinks. So that having any sort of alcohol is like terrible. In the world, normally people drink. That's probably a regular thing to do. People would have a beer with dinner or people would have a cocktail. It's not. So I think for like, I mean, not that I feel that way now, but growing up, that's how I was raised was like, you're a horrible person if you ever drink alcohol around your children. Right. So, yeah. So it's kind of, I wonder how many of our the view or the people that read it yeah and i didn't even know like i don't think around here theaters even serve alcohol maybe they do do they (laughs) (laughs) yeah they do the village (laughs) does oh that's true you can get cocktails there um there's a bar Uh, yeah i don't but you know what yeah he messed up yeah like he's saying he messed (laughs) up like that's the whole point of the threat The, the reddit is i messed up but it's fun like the kid's fine. Would you freak out if that's your four-year-old and you look over and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> she's drunk. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I would be so in my own head and paranoid. I'd, like, oh, my I would, gosh. Right? Yeah. Because then what happens if something serious happens? This baby has like a, is a what's it called? Alcohol, Alcohol poisoning, poisoning or something. Or throws up <gasps> or passes. Yeah. Oh, my you would be, I would be watching that kid the entire time freaking out. Yeah. Oh I wonder if gosh. he went home and told his wife. Um, oh. <laughs> I actually think uh oh no this one didn't say what his wife said so no I don't know I mean okay. he'd have to right wouldn't you oh like, yeah oh, had <laughs> messed up got the dog got the child drunk but I think it's I think kids accidentally getting into alcohol is like kind of common like I think it happens mm-hmm. yeah probably not at the movies but <laughs> I remember a seminary which is like your church yeah. teacher at school Telling a story about how his kid drank a whole bottle of cough syrup and uh-huh. got super drunk, oh, and was like the funniest story. But I remember being like jealous that that kid got to like be drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a like a pass, like a yeah. free pass, like a free pass. I went to in middle school. There was this girl that I went to middle school with who was like really edgy, especially for like you know the late eighties or yeah. whatever. And she used to bring mouthwash and just swig it. Oh, gross. I mean. It, it makes me like makes my gagger go crazy, uh-huh. but like peppermint scope, Ugh. and that and she would just sip, and then she'd be like all act drunk, which I doubt she was because it's a lot of scope right? to really get like a buzz <laughs> it off would of. But burn your stomach. Yeah, lining. she was like, yeah, I got my mouth washed. I'm so edgy. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Oh my gosh, gross. Well, speaking of bad parenting, oh, <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, a TikTok. This is so. This is not written in by the that by. person that did this this is like a tiktok thing okay so this mom on tiktok i feel like she started a tiktok like anonymously just to post this i don't know why and she basically posted the caption was when your toddler won't nap okay Mm -hmm. and the video shows like her hands bringing her little like she looks like eighteen months old, little toddler. A meal of cucumbers, tomatoes, and this cookie. And on the cookie, she took the time in like confetti letters, like edible letters. She wrote "dickhead" on it. "Dickhead" on the cookie that she gave to her daughter. Like, call, <laughs> okay. And then said like that, she's basically calling her daughter a dickhead on the cookie. So wow. she gives this to the daughter. The daughter's like looking at this cookie. And the daughter just, like, looks sad. Like, it's like this, like, here's the picture. They blurred out the word dick for whatever reason. And um, basically said, it's not mean. Like, she can't read. Like, I'm just, like, feeling mad at my toddler that she won't sleep. And this is my way of, like, feeding her a dickhead cookie. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yes. So, like, people are, like, ripping her to shreds. Yeah. Like, one lady says, why is it in to be anything but nice to children. Like, I don't get it, and I'm glad I don't. And then um, the, then someone said, this trend is a little mean, but the toddler seems a little mean too. So whatever, it just evens out. And then someone says, look, if writing that on your toddler's food helps you stay calm enough to be a good mom in ways she does understand, doesn't understand, does understand, do it. And then someone said, I'm old school and flip my kid off when her back is turned. <laughs> But I do almost feel like there's this social media trend of being mean to your kids. Yeah. That is just horrible. Like, I couldn't look at my—I couldn't call my kid a name like that. Right? I mean, what's wrong with people? What is wrong with people? And just post, like, clearly wouldn't have made this dickhead, like, cookie just for her own, like, laughs. Like, she did it to post on social media. Right. Right. What, what kind of reaction do you think you're going to get? Oh, I think it's she's gross. It's a baby. Ew. And 18, like that's little. Babies aren't mean. They're babies. Yeah. And if that baby's mean, it's probably because that's her mother. Right. Right? I'd she's... like to serve the mother a dickhead cookie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is right? terrible. I feel bad. It's kind of like, and I don't think just because the baby doesn't understand that that's right. Like my husband will say not very nice things to my dog. You <laughs> know, <laughs> I know this isn't the same because it's a dog, but she'll say, he'll say things, m- mean things to my dog, and I, I hate it. Because they get the energy. Well, but he'll say it like in a night, you're so stupid. Oh. And I'm like, that. please don't say that. And he's like, Jamie, she doesn't know what I'm saying. But I still can't know that he is disrespecting my dog. I know, no, I know. Much less my child. Can you imagine? Ugh, and are I stupid. think. I think, I mean, in the last few years, I've really come to like really believe in like energy. Uh-huh. Like negative energy is gonna tra- it's gonna transfer. So even if she doesn't know that, that says dickhead, but you're giving her this cookie that says dickhead, and you're feeling that way toward her, right? Like she's gonna get that. She's gonna sense that. My other fear is if you are that like aggressively, um, like. Put off by her not napping. Like, that concerns me for bigger issues. Exactly. Right? I mean, that is such... Some kids are nappers. Some kids are not nappers. Yeah. And if they're not, you know... You can't say your kid's being a jerk for not napping. No. She's not doing it to, like, get your goat. (laughs) Lainey was not much of a napper. She napped when she was a baby. But, like, I can count the number of times... This is no kidding. I can count the number of times on one hand that she has, like, fallen asleep watching TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe like late at night or whatever, too. but like, you know, coming home from school and laying on the couch and falling asleep. I bet, I bet she hasn't done that three times in her life. My kids never have. It's never, so. Never. Ha- unless they're sick. Yeah. My boys now, you know, my teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. They're passed out like hard. My teenager still has never taken a nap. Never yeah. once taken a nap. I'm like, you're a teenager. Aren't you supposed to like be, be angsty as- and tired? Aren't you supposed to be? As- no, she is. <laughs> She's <laughs> and like, Ooh, that's life. Like, Why don't you try to take a nap? She's like, I don't even know what that would feel like. To sleep in the middle of the day, she's wow. never done it. Mm, I it's- love a good solid nap. Oh yeah. Okay, so for our next, oh honey, we decided we want to start um, inviting other podcasters, podcasters, and guests who might like relate to the story to weigh in on like one of our stories for the week. So we're looking for people who want to weigh in. So our first one we have a story for that we immediately thought of a fellow podcaster that you that we were at the same studio when we were back at Speak Studios. So this is Deb Maisner and she is the host of the Alcohol Tipping Point podcast. And um, how is that? How's that podcast going? Are you loving it?
1: It's going good. Thank you. Yeah, I've taken it over, so I'm doing it at home, too.
0: Oh, good. So you're like us on your own now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. So, what kinds of things do you talk about on your podcast?
1: Oh, on my podcast, I have people on who tell their stories about giving up drinking and getting sober and changing their lives. And I have experts on that talk about everything from sleep to weight loss to... Um, all health concerns related to drinking and alcohol, basically.
0: We have a story that we want you to weigh in on. And of course, it's kind of um, like it's kind of people are kind of mocking this story. But I mean, I think your perspective will be really interesting coming kind of from the other side of um, like recovering, you know, looking at recovering alcoholism and that kind of a thing. So I'm going to read you um, this story and then give us your thoughts. It says, I'm a server at a restaurant. I had a party of six today. I asked if they were celebrating, and they said, Yes, we're celebrating Evie's anniversary. I asked what kind of anniversary, and she replied, A big graduation. But she didn't elaborate, and I didn't ask. It's our custom to bring a surprise dessert to such guests at the end of their meal. So I did. I told her what it was, but not the ingredients. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't you supposed to list all the ingredients at your fancy pants restaurant? (laughs) Sure, if we're not currently swamped, or if they report allergies when when asked at the beginning, um, or we actually know all of the ingredients. Sorry. Um, I came back to a half-eaten dessert a few minutes later, and she asked, Is there alcohol in this? Yes, I replied. It's one of the main ingredients, but not in any worrisome quantity. It's mostly just for flavoring. Then she says, I'm celebrating my one-year anniversary of being clean and sober. The following four seconds of awkward silence staring between that entire table and myself (laughs) felt like four years of staring at my grandmother's vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So what, give us your thoughts on that. Uh, Well, I actually think, well, first of all, she's
1: right. Like it is such a minuscule amount that the alcohol itself doesn't matter, but I can see how the person would be like, the irony, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But I also think in my experience, people in the recovery community have the best sense of humor. So I, I would like laugh about it. <laughs> um, yes, awkward moment, but also kind of funny.
0: <laughs> like it may be a good story to tell at your one year celebration. So do you think that discredits the sobriety?
1: Like, oh, does, no. does she have no. to
0: start over? That's what we were no. Oh, God, no. Okay,
1: good. good okay, good. I mean, even stuff like kombucha, even bananas naturally have some alcohol in them. Oh. Um, yeah, and and some of the NA beers have, like, 0.05%. Okay. Um, so I, I'm a big proponent of, like, replacement drinks and... You know, if, if you wanted to drink like a 12-pack of NA beer that has 0.05%, maybe you could get a buzz, but really nothing compared to your regular beers that have like 6% to high alcohol content beers of like 10%. That would be a pretty strong, right. strong brew.
0: Yes. Yeah. So this girl shouldn't be humiliated and embarrassed. And, <laughs> I, um, she shouldn't <laughs>
1: <laughs> not equate it to very not our grandma. That, sure
0: that is are. good news. <laughs>
1: I think she can let it go.
0: <laughs> I wonder how she even knew it was in there. I like a rum cake or something. Maybe. And you just yeah. well, you're not gonna taste it, don't you guys think? I mean, I've had like rum cake, yeah, but it's like just the? Does it? Yeah,
1: I, it's been a lot of cooking and it just it usually gets cooked off. It yeah. evaporates yeah. even when you cook like French dishes and red wine or right. whatnot. Have you guys heard of ant abuse?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Heard of what? Ant the abuse. The medication. Yeah. Ant abuse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like A and T, like oh. ant abuse. It's, ant abuse. Uh-uh, I haven't heard of it. Isn't it? It's like a medication that if they have any alcohol at all with it, it triggers a pretty violent um, reaction.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It can make yes. you sick and throw up. So, if you were on that medicine, you, cause you can't even use certain mouthwashes oh. or, or certain like cleaning products or mm-hmm. anything that has minuscule amounts of alcohol. So that might be a concern, but otherwise, yeah, let it go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't take, you can't probably take stuff too, too seriously, right? Yeah, totally. Oh God. But yeah. it is. It is kind of funny. It is. We thought it was a funny story, but then we're like, well, maybe, maybe we're, maybe, <laughs> maybe we our know. perspective is a little skewed. <laughs> yes. So, no, no. I, I mean, I can't imagine that sending someone back down. Okay, good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks for weighing in. I know it took us a couple weeks to connect, but we're glad we finally did.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I hope that the waitress feels okay. <laughs> Hopefully, she got an okay tip,
0: but <laughs> maybe not. Oh, they might not host their like uh, sobriety, sobriety parties <laughs> part anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I oh. oh, awesome. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Anytime. All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Bye. Okay. And then again, the name of her podcast was uh, Alcohol Tipping Point, Point. and um, you guys check it out. It's on. She's on Instagram. On everywhere. I know I follow her there. and yeah, yeah. So anyway, cool. She's got some good, some good content. Okay. Okay. Um, do we have time for one more? I think we do. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Okay. Okay. This one is AITA for reading at home with my husband. You're going to love it. Okay. I enjoy reading books, but my husband feels that it is rude for me to read when we are both home because I am ignoring him. To be clear, this does not happen in excess by anyone's definition. I've read a maximum of five entire books since we got together a decade ago. That's like a book every other year. Oh my Primarily to avoid upsetting him. We have a very similar work schedule. Recently, I bought a book that was the first in a series of three, and it started this argument to a higher degree than usual because of the fact that it is a series. I've considered going to a cafe and reading in my car, but that seems like a waste of gas when I could just read at home where it's more comfortable anyway. But doing so requires that I tell him I'm about to start reading in the study bedroom, etc., and that I expect not to be interrupted for the next 30 minutes to an hour, which is what I intend to do if the results here favor me. Though this will absolutely upset him because he approaches me for comment or to tell stories every 10 to 15 minutes on average. Wow. So, AITA. No, your husband's an asshole. Full he is a big, fat a-hole. He is a baby. He, he is, is a, a needy, little, whiny baby. He is obnoxious. He's rude. He's, wow, all these things. I hate him. Why I, do I hate him so bad? Because it's the idea that your, like, partner needs to be there at all times so that you're not bored. I'd love to know his hobbies. Right. That's Like, what are your hobbies? Do you hunt? Do you fish? Do you, like, what, do, what does he do? That he likes to do uninterrupted. Right. Because just because reading is not his jam does not mean that it's not a hobby. And the issue is that it's at home. So it's like if we had a hobby where we were, you know, i love to go do something. But if we're both at home, you need to be paying attention to me 24 hours a day that we're at home together. That's so stupid. Gross to me. Yeah. Like, what if you're both at home and she's on a phone call with her mom? What if she – like, why – the idea – You don't own me. Right. You don't own my time. You don't own my hobbies. You don't own my eyeballs. And you're stupid. Yeah. I don't like the idea – like, I hear a lot of couples sometimes, like, almost feel like everything they do should be together. Or if you have other best friends or other things that you do that don't involve them at all, that it's, like, selfish or that it's not bringing you together as a couple – And I highly disagree. Right. I think couples do better when there's like a good amount of differentiation. Right. Otherwise, you just take for granted. Right. You just, if you're spending all your time together, you're never doing anything independently. You're never doing things that you want to do. You just become angry and bitter and And bored. And you morph into the same person. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. And sometimes I hear couples say like, um, well, I don't watch this TV show because my husband doesn't like it. Mm. Or we have to have, watch the same shows. We have to, Like, I can't watch that because my husband's home and he doesn't like it. Like, so? Go to a different room. <laughs> Jake and I have very, very different... Well, that's not true. Overall, we have different tastes of, like, shows and movies. Yeah. Other than, like, we like our, you know, like my Joe Kenda. Yeah, and, like crime shows and stuff. Mm-hmm, we've been watching Unsolved Mysteries from the 80s lately. And oh. it's been so wonderful. But... And, you know, we like The Office. But, I mean, just to sit down and pick a show, we very rarely... I mean, Aaron loves the Kardashians. (laughs) He does not. (laughs) He walks in, he's like, good, hell, late? What are you watching? Turn it off. Like, you know I love Kim K and her big old booty. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I... Yeah, I don't want to... I like to have a show together... Me too. Like it's good to like you want to watch a show together, but Aaron likes movies and I don't like it's movies. The same. What? How Jake do they is never a know movie this? buff. He loves movies. It doesn't matter if it's an A movie, a B movie, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. old or new. He is the movie like he would just turn on a movie for background music or background yeah. noise. Who does that? It's a movie. Yeah, you don't do that. No, I can't so I weird. can't get invested into a character. In an hour and 45 minutes. No. I don't care about you in that amount of time. I mean, I'll watch a movie, but not just haphazardly. Right. It has to be, like, I really want to see it. And I'm not going to re-watch a movie card oh, no. ever. no. No. And Aaron will be like, remember that movie? We should watch that again. Why? We I'm know like, why? what happens. We know what happens. And, like, 8,000 movies a day come out, like, on Netflix and Hulu yeah. and Prime. You don't need to re- There's there, too many. There are a few... Good, like classic movies that I have rewatched over the years, but I'm not a movie rewatcher. Uh uh-uh. and But I mean, I'll I'm rewatch not, TV shows. But I'm not a book rereader either. Me either. But Me I will watch either. The Office on loop. I'll watch Shits Creek over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. So yeah, I don't. I she don't... should divorce them. <laughs> 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 That's my go to. <laughs> what about the couples that read out loud to each other? That's kind of cute. That is kind of cute. My voice would be mad, but um I've been reading out loud a little bit to Laney sometimes when she gets bored reading, yeah, so that's how I have to how I would have to get my oldest to start books because she's a rereader. Mm-hmm. she just loves rereading her favorite books mm-hmm. and doesn't like starting new ones. She's the same with TV huh. so I would have to read her out loud the first like two chapters to get her vested, <laughs> and then yeah, well, and I read. In class, all the time, like I read novels to my kids, yeah. and I thoroughly enjoy reading oh, aloud to them. I have I have a hard time reading out loud. I like it. I can only talk for an hour on this podcast, and then I don't. Then I clam up. I go home, and I'm till silent. next week. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fragile voice. Yes, you you are very delicate. Thank you. Very um, delicate. Okay. Well, um, the time has come. It has that we must leave you. Um, we are not going to leave you with. Um, a barren truth a barren truth. But I am going to pose a question for you to reflect on next time. Okay, tell. And I tell. Okay, and I know this is just kind of a random. This is more of a would you rather than a question. I like would you rathers. Okay. Would you rather know when you are going to die? Have we done this before? When you are going to die or how you are going to die? You have Ooh. to know one of them. You have to be told one of them. When or how and it won't change things you can't prevent it you can't skirt death mm-hmm. but you either have to know when or you have to know how okay i will i was going to tell you my answer but i forgot what I, I want to. you to weigh in on that okay. think about it post it on our social media okay. and we'll reflect next week when we're back okay that's a good one okay i like it there you go and thank you for listening and we will see you next time goodbye yeah, bye Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TruthFairiesPod and send us an email at TruthFairiesPod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.